Well, hello and welcome back to the Teach for Endurance podcast. If you can believe it or not, this is actually episode 23 uh, in season 5. So uh, it's been a little while, but let's get to it. Uh, We're going to call this episode Find the Melody. Uh, Finding the beauty that your experiences in life are trying to share with you can be a phenomenal uh, tool to have or a phenomenal talent to have uh, to be able to actually find beauty when sometimes you wonder if there's any at all. Uh, Close your eyes for a second for me and I want you to imagine a clear, cool, and crisp morning. You have a zoomed-in view of a singular bird opening its beak. You cannot hear the bird, obviously, because you're within your home, but you can see this essence of air streaming from its beak. Here you witness the beauty of song that this bird is trying to share with you. From an endurance perspective or endurance racing perspective, uh, let's look at it this way. An Ironman is a really long distance, and if I choose to do so, I could certainly find the bleakness and negatives in it. However, if I do so, number one, it'll zap the energy that I so desperately need to get through the race because negativity say, or takes a lot of your energy out. And number two, it's just not going to be fun or a memorable experience. So what are some of the things that I could give as an example here? Uh, let's go to the race in San Francisco when I did the Escape from Alcatraz race. During the swim, I made sure, because I wasn't going to win the race anyway, and that wasn't the point, uh, to roll over on my back twice actually throughout the swim once I wanted to roll on my back and just get a phenomenal view of Alcatraz because most people would never have that view I'm laying there on my back looking at where Al Capone actually was how cool is that and a little bit later in the race I rolled over and got a front row seat view to the Golden Gate Bridge while down in the water what a thing of beauty and again not many have that opportunity so I wanted to make sure that I had those memories and I did so. Uh, Biking, uh, that's a long way to go, 112 miles, Uh, but one particular element of the bike that I remember or moment on the bike, and actually I've done it twice that race, is this six mile descent into a little town called Keene uh, in the Lake Placid Ironman. You are flying down and the wind is just in your face and you got a beautiful creek on the side of you and it's just what a memory um sure i could find uh negativities knowing that if i went downhill six miles somewhere along the line i'm going to be going uphill an awfully long way but what's the point in that enjoy that descent because man it is a thing of beauty uh running uh certainly at that point in the race i could have all kinds of complaints uh on my plate but i choose not to do so Uh, But what are some of the the beautiful things that I've seen on my runs? Well, again, Lake Placid comes to mind uh, when I'm running, I'm tired, it's late, and these people are out in their front yards out there just partying away. And it is is rowdy, and it just looks like a lot of fun. Uh, And I've had people run out from those parties, offer me a beer while I'm running, or they ask me what song I want them to put on their speaker system to kind of motivate me to get further. Um, And no, I don't take the beer. That would be a really bad idea. Uh, But it's a kind gesture, and it's funny nonetheless. And it's just something that I really remember, and it's beautiful. It's, you know, people out there pushing you forward to finish what you've started. Now... If we don't go looking for the beauty and you really need to, uh, things could seem kind of uh, bleak, so to speak. So, as a species, 
you know, humans, we feed off of our surroundings. The uglier, more hateful, negative, etc. that the surroundings are, whether internally or externally or both, it's going to affect us and our behaviors. Think of it this way. If a child grows up in a home where there is only loud arguing and violent outbursts, he or she will carry this with them throughout their days. And at some point, more likely than not, you know, the dam is going to crack and they're going to act out in some similar fashion. Our nurturing and surroundings create our physical, mental, and spiritual being. Let's get some proof. Uh, I actually read a phenomenal book called The Brain, The Story of You by David David Eagleman. And he has a section where he talks about uh, the brain not being developed properly, uh, especially when you're a child, when you don't have the nurturing or loving environment that you need. So in 1966, it states that uh, to increase the population and workforce, uh, the Romanian president uh, introduced a a celibacy tax. And this tax was on any family who had fewer than five children. So obviously, at that point, the birth rate went through the roof. Uh, Unfortunately, many poor families couldn't afford to take care of all these kids, so they were given over to state-run institutions uh, or the orphanages. Uh, However, as often the case, um, by 1989, there was 170,000 abandoned children who resided in these institutions. Uh, And scientists soon revealed the consequences of such an upbringing on the brain development. Uh, The people working there did not have time to nurture and and play with and love these children the way that they needed to be uh, taken care of during these formative years. And in the end, they don't develop correctly. Uh, Without an environment with the proper emotional care and cognitive stimulation, uh, the human brain does not develop properly. Uh, This is profoundly important because what I'm trying to tell you here is that when you think, if you don't think that a lot of the ugliness that we see in our daily lives uh, through news feeds and whatnot, if you think it doesn't affect our brain, uh, think again. Even when we're not children, we need uh, love. We need caring. We need nurturing uh, in some capacity. That's you know we're a social species. We like to be around other people. We like to be feel that we're needed, to feel that we're loved, and so forth. And even if we're not a child, when those needs are by the wayside, or when they are overrun by too much negative then it certainly has an impact on who we are and how we act in our day-to-day lives. So I just did a little experiment just to kind of piggyback off this concept. And I knew the answer before I even started it, but just for this podcast, I went ahead and did it. And I just looked at the news headlines for the past couple days on various news feeds or on the television. um, And I only noted the headlines or the big idea of the story. Uh, Mind you, these are all at the top of the feeds or at the beginning of the newscast. Uh, And honestly, whether it was on the internet or TV, the news syndications pretty much all follow the same negative first format, the whole if it bleeds, it leads kind of concept. Um, So here are some of the things that I I saw as the headlines. And again, these were always above anything that could be considered anything remotely beautiful. Uh, Let's see. An Ohio GOP Senate candidate argues that violent, unhappy marriages shouldn't end in divorce. Hmm, interesting. Uh, More than half of Americans disapprove of overturning Roe versus Wade. Negative effect for the nation ahead. Hmm, okay. 
three dead in eastern Kentucky, hundreds will lose their homes due to historic flooding. The U.S. economy had, a second quor- had its second quarter of negative growth. Uh, again, on the Kentucky, not seeing the worst of it. Uh, the, someone, I think the governor had stated, not seeing the worst of it. More missing in eastern Kentucky flooding. Uh, Northern Ukraine comes under burst of Russian attacks from far or far from the front lines. And this one, oh, wasn't this lovely? Here we go. Uh, Only overweight, unattractive women want or need abortions. Yes, this is actually was said and was true from a certain Florida's politician's point of view. I won't even, I don't even know what to say about that. It might be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And this is someone that's in charge of running our country. You got to be freaking kidding me. Anyway, now I understand the need to be informed. I truly get that. I'm just simply stating that we reflect what we are surrounded by. Can you honestly say our country is in a good, healthy state currently? If you do, more power to you. You know, I'm a fan of fiction as well. However, this podcast is reality-based, and I would find it hard to say that we are in a good space. You should see some of the headlines I left out. So... Let's just say that we could do a lot better. All these negative storylines feed the ego wolf inside of us. I, one of my past podcasts called The Battle of You, we have two uh, creatures fighting inside of us each day, an ego wolf and a soul wolf. Depending on which one you feed more depends on how your life will be leading and going forward. The ego wolf stories far exceed soul stories, if you will. And since we are our environment, we act accordingly often with what we consistently see, hear, and experience over and over and over and over again. So, if we need to find the beauty, the melody, so to speak, we're going to have to go and look for it sometimes. Imagine if all the news feeds and the stories and the leads that they have, if they led with beauty and harmony each and every day instead of the quote-unquote, if it bleeds, it leads routine. Here are some examples that I found, and trust me, I had to truly look for them, and really I shouldn't have to. How about some of these headlines? Seven-year-old credited with saving toddler from bottom of swimming pool. Uh, Best friends have met in a photo booth every five years since they were 10. Now it's their 50th anniversary. More young adults are renting next door to retired folks with intergenerational benefits. Aquatic super plants are local food for cows that lead to lower emissions. A third grade class in Arizona was surprised with full scholarships to college. A dog leads search and rescue team to owner who fell 70 feet while hiking. Bride gives new life to her wedding dress by passing it on to a stranger. Fin whales are making a comeback in the Antarctic. Minnesota teen raises $77,000 to build a veteran's memorial in his hometown. I don't know about you, but those headlines certainly kind of gave me a much more vibrant and lighthearted feeling. And honestly, it just felt good. We need more of that. I actually reached out to some of my Twitter followers when I knew I was going to be doing a podcast kind of on this thematic scheme here. And I asked them where they found beauty or what they found beautiful. So I'm just going to share a few. But uh, from my friend Walt, he said, and he took a quote actually from Frank Baum. And he said, in all the world, there is nothing so beautiful as a happy child. And I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, 
uh, a lady named Sarah said that anytime their families get together, uh, cousins and whatnot, and they watch them all playing together after having seen each other for a while, uh, says that that is where she sees her beauty. Uh, another, uh, individual said Washington DC at night, something about the way the, the, the lights, uh, light up the sky and it just seems beautiful and powerful or powerful to her. Actually, I had another person that said the exact same thing, Washington DC at night. Uh, another gentleman named Colt said that he found strength in all its capacities beautiful. Well, I, I agree with all of them and there's many more beautiful things out there if we truly know where to look or we look hard enough. Uh, the bottom line is I think we need to cultivate beauty and life to endure, not tear things down. Uh, maybe we all need to look for is a plant. Yeah, a plant. What am I talking about? Well, I'm glad you asked because I'm going to tell you. All we need for uh, proof in the, in the beauty of actually working together and nurturing each other and loving each other and caring for each other is a plant. And the simple benefits of simple gardening. Caring for something else's growth, health, and life. You know, I'm not going into a whole horticulture class here, but some of the things that gardening has been proven to do is be uh, great for stress relief and esteem building. Uh, plant are growing and nurturing your own plants raises your cortisol levels. This has been proven. Cortisol is the stress hormone, uh, which has also been linked to mood disorders, immune system problems, obesity, memory and learning problems, and on and on and on and on. Uh, it's been shown to uh, improve heart health. Uh, and this was done uh, within the Stockholm study. Uh, it, improves, or it improves dexterity. It's very healthy for the brain. Research has shown time and time again that gardening offers the single greatest risk reduction for dementia. That's amazing. Uh, and it has positive benefits on your immunity. You know, kids may have it right. It's fun to play in the dirt. And actually, that dirt on their hands or our hands uh, strengthen our immune system. So they're just those simple things and, and the benefits of just raising one plant or a tree just growing something and nurturing something and allowing it to become the beautiful thing that it wants to be has a whole host of positive benefits. So really to close this thing out here, slowly but surely, I hope, I'm crossing my fingers here, those of us that I like to think of as a little more enlightened, to say it nicely, realize that we are the world's energy force. It's all connected. We're all connected, and every living thing is connected. They've already proven that trees can communicate. Don't believe me? Go ahead and look it up. Uh, positivity, love, and growth can be cultivated as quickly as negativity can, unfortunately. So if we want to cultivate a world that's positive, that has love, that has caring, that has nurturing, then we need to do it time and time again. We might have to go look for it, but we can start with ourselves and be the role model, so to speak. However, negativity, hate, and destruction can cultivate just as quickly. What I truly believe is we need to find the beauty because it is out there. We need to cultivate it. We need to emulate it, and we need to create our own beauty for the world to enjoy. Now, let's get to work.